What up, what up, what up? This is Lucky Institutional Control Podcast. I am your man, Lucky Lefty. Got my man down in the NOLA, Shermanator. What's going on, everybody? Brother Sleep is somewhere doing goodwill for the kids of uh, the Charlotte metro area, Mecklenburg County. Uh, somewhere deep down in the uh, swamps of Florida is the homie PCP. Before we get started, um, I got a I got a question for PCP. Um, get, let me get into my Brandon Marshall bag because this conversation we need to start a conversation because we're <laughs> leaders of the culture. But uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. but this this the only time this the only time y'all gonna get some NFL talk on here. Hey, y'all need to free my nigga, man. Get Jameis get Jameis the fuck up out of there. If the dude don't trust him, he don't need to be there. Man, I don't even want to talk about it because I ain't watched the game yesterday. Uh, so I can't say for sure, but word on the street is, and the street being my pops, uh, Sean P was out there fucking up. So, bro, I'm looking at, I'm look like I looked at a couple of, uh, like I definitely dived in on uh, Red Zone because where I was stuck at in the woods. The fucking internet were going in and out and shit. I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, bro, you in the red zone. You ain't even looking to get Kamara the ball. And you bringing in Taysom the running little funky-ass quarterback power runs and shit. I'm like, bro, I'm like, like, the, um, like the, before the interception, like I think uh, James had threw the touchdown, the, how you say, one of them random numbers that's out there, but. Um, random numbers. <laughs> But yeah, then they got called back for holding. Then he put uh, Hill in. This nigga throw an interception. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, like. Yeah, Sean P be fucking up. They be trying to be too smart for his own good sometimes. Like and I, he also trying to uh, implement Taysom to keep, I guess, to keep him happy or whatnot. But like I said, up. like I said on the collie, he living in he living off the uh, past the play callers, uh, play calls he made it uh, way back in the day. Cause this yeah. shit, I'm like this shit is mid right here. I'm like if I'm if I'm Kamara, I'm like bro, you taking money out of my pocket. I'm supposed to have like right. at least three, four touchdowns right now. Absolutely. Cause I think what I think this is the first game Kamara didn't uh, didn't uh, get a reception. Uh, can't get no, can't get no catch. I thought he had some catches. I mean, he had a lot of carries. I saw he had a lot of carries, but. Oh yeah, that's what I really wanted to talk to you about. Um, yeah, so I've been. Um, I guess you could call me a quasi who that fan this season because you know, I be following. I be following my boy like uh, like these white folks be following Tom. Uh, so I was lurking on that on that Saints report. Man, those white boys was up till three o'clock in the morning yesterday uh, today, vouching for uh, for them play calls <laughs> and getting Taysom Hill in. I was like, it was like. Um, we got we got to we got to establish a rhythm with both quarterbacks in the game. They should line up. Let me see what the one stupid coming. Oh, they should line up Jameis and Taysom in the backfield. <laughs> I'm like, what, the, what kind of Texas high school association shit y'all think this is, man? Like staring each other, bro. Jameis was seventeen for twenty. I think Jameis was seventeen for twenty going into halftime, and <laughs> he only threw the ball five times after halftime. Five times in the whole after half. I was like, that shit's yeah, I'm like, man, 
It's just like the thing I was saying about the um, they finally did it this past weekend. Just like the whole thing with that team in Tallahassee. I'm like, man, you need to get one quarterback and stick to it because this two quarterback system shit is not working. I'm like, if you want to put him in, put him in on the goal line or line his ass up at wide receiver in the slot or something. I'm like, other than that, hell no. Nah. He needs to sit his ass on the bench and relay some plays in or something. Yep. But either way, let's jump into it. Uh, first up, team updates. Uh, South Carolina defeated Troy 20-13. to Possibly could have been 27-13 at if the uh, defensive lineman didn't uh, Deshaun Jackson that hope before he went into the end zone. Boy, that nigga was sitting on the sidelines with the craziest look on his face like, yeah, nigga, it's your fault. Yep, that's this week's show, uh, show Abby. Um, I mean, I get mad. I'm excited. Yeah, it I mean, was, he could have wait, waited a split a half second later and still got that same reaction. No, he could have, like, just make sure you all the way in the green before you decide to throw the ball. It's like niggas just be so gun ho just to do that shit. And I'm like, damn, nigga, at least, like, look down and be like, damn, I am in the end zone. All right, yeah, I can throw that bitch up. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, shit, I forget who they play next, but hopefully Sleeper jump on later. But uh, moving on, the undefeated Michigan Wolverines defeated the Badgers of Madison, Wisconsin, 38-17. to uh, You can have <clears> at <throat> it because I ain't paid no attention to this game. Uh, It's kind of a combo of two things. We actually are looking a lot better, and Wisconsin is looking kind of bad. Uh, Graham Mertz is not it. And, you know, it's funny. They did their best when they was uh when they had them no name niggas like Hornybrook and All right and I don't know a bunch of other corny motherfuckers. But <laughs> you know, that's when they did their best. And what's funny is it's week four. Normally, Wisconsin averages about 1200 yards by this point they have a hundred and some odd yards and it's like 120 something or 140 something not like 190 so yeah normally by this point wisconsin will have 1200 yards rushing Hmm. typically but as of this year game four they got a collective of like 100 or something they have no identity. They are not their normal selves. I know that they lost their starting center because he had his eye poked in the middle of drills. And he did not return back to the game. Yo, the Raiders owner looked like Uncle Festa. He's got to be the only big <laughs> fucking bowl cut. That nigga look mook. Uh, but at any rate, <clears throat> offense looked kind of good. We We didn't slam a steel chair against the fucking wall. Fucking Jim who came out there and did not just try to line up and bully ball Wisconsin. I was fucking shocked. So I'm feeling great. You know, obviously we got a long way to go, but man, feels good, man. All right. How you liking Gaddis now? You say what now? How you liking Gaddis? 
you know, I, I keep asking this question, and it's like nobody has a true answer. And it's like, I don't know how much is Jim and how much is Gaddis, and I don't know. I'm going to give it to Gaddis and say that he's letting him run the show because there was whispers that that pretty much is what he's doing. If that's the case, then, hey, shit, I'm, I'm really glad. I need our receivers to step up and catch the ball. Damn, nigga. I know, I'm sorry. And I also kind of need Cade to step into his throws because some of them throws was very underthrown. I'm not liking that. But if this is what Josh is doing, hey, man, I, I like it. That was some, some ingenious moves. Hmm. You think that for real? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I try not to get our hopes up. I, to be perfect. <laughs> We got a lot of tough games coming up because Nebraska ain't no hoe lately. Uh, Michigan State about to give us they all. Penn State obviously going to give us they all. You still don't know what the fuck you're going to get with Indiana. Oh, and, I think we know at this point what you're going to get from Indiana, dog. I why they try to fight us tooth and fucking nail. Like they, um, like they bad, bad. And they're the all-star with their quarterback, but we'll get into that later. They are. And then obviously the big dog game. So I, I don't know. But I like the direction we're going. I like the way the defense looks. God, I haven't seen our defense play this good since 2016. Shit, that's all you got for Michigan. As you say, they play Nebraska next. Move on. Yep. To, move on to uh, your second team, who took an L to uh, Stanford at the farm, 31-24 overtime. Um, Fuckery yeah. afoot. Yeah, y'all lost to a dude named Tanner McKee. He's actually pretty okay. Yeah, he uh, he went twenty for thirty six, had three TDs. Um, was Moorhead missed that badly this game? I, you know, so it, it was a little bit of that for sure because having your OC that can make adjustments on the fly, and it kind of just jails but some of that is on the quarterback he's making some bad reads and i don't know if he was just pressing or he's just not comfortable but he's making some bad reads and it's like look uh, especially on that one where uh god was it like fourth down or something yeah it was like fourth down he decided to keep it and just run right into the fucking gut of the Stanford defense. I mean, it's about 50, 11, 300-pound motherfuckers on the, on the line, and you say, yeah, I've got enough of me to push these motherfuckers to get me a touchdown. When if he would have popped it outside, they probably would have walked into the end zone. So it's like he's got to make better reads. I don't know if it's time to break the glass in case of emergency and bust some of these uh, freshmen out or not. I'm not sure. I know you losing C.J. Verdell didn't help. I know losing Kayvon Thibodeau didn't help off of a weak-ass targeting call. And also, when you give a team multiple bites of the apple because you kept calling weak-ass uh, pass interference, it's like you get these kind of results. I'm still trying to figure out how that was pass interference on that, uh, on that play where he broke up the ball. But whatever, man. It, it, the Pac-12 continues to shoot themselves in the foot every time they have a team that's worth a fuck. 
So you saying they should cheat to keep the best team in the playoff hunt? Ain't nobody saying cheat, but I mean, come on now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I was that best team is coached by the great black man, David Shaw. <laughs> or maybe the black like, man, uh, Carl Durello. He had Colorado, right? Yeah. Yeah. He an okay black man. He can win it too. <laughs> Yeah, Oregon, Oregon, I, Oregon outrushed Stanford. Let me see, what was it? Uh, 228 to 124, and that's even after the uh, old boy got hurt. And I meant to say that, too. Like, Oregon's so fucking one-dimensional right now, but that goes back to they don't have, like in the past, those dynamic playmakers out on the fringes. I mean, not necessarily any of these guys were going to be your standard issue NFL ready receiver, but you knew they do work out there on the fringes and you just had to get them the ball. But we don't have that. Like you can't put your finger on a good receiver or a playmaker or somebody that's just, you know, that much better than the opposing defense. And and we don't have that. And something's got to shake. I would say exactly. I would say I feel bad for Oregon, but I still remember 2014. Um, <laughs> that dropped the Oregon. Oregon drops the four and one. Next up, they play Cal. Hopefully, they get more head back. Even though I heard it wasn't COVID related, it was. I guess it was a personal re- for personal reasons or something like that. But okay, still hadn't heard what the reason was. Well, hopefully, uh, he's in a better place. But you know, they lo- yeah. it's it, always. It, it, Damn, they even killing a man off. Hopefully, in a better place. That's that heaven talk. For Hopefully, no. When he's in a better place. I mean, if it's personal reasons, whatever it is that's personally, uh, I'm hoping he's in a better place with it mentally or however he's taking it on. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> well, next up, uh, Alabama pretty much could have called their own number as they always can, and they defeated the Land Sharks, forty-two to twenty-one, in Tuscaloosa. Another, just another day at the office for, uh, what's the old boy named Bryce Young? 241, two touchdowns, 20 for 26. Um, shit, I'll let you go on, P. I don't want to steal your thunder. No, you ain't stealing my thunder, man. That's plenty of thunder to go around, you know. Uh, well. Uh, Everybody showed out on Saturday. It's plenty of thunder to go around. Well, I mean, what does it feel like to know damn near every week y'all just going to tear motherfucker up? No, it's not even like that, though. Um, like, with that amount of expectations, having to live up to that shit week in and week out, there's some, mm-hmm. like, there is some nerves going into that shit. You know what I mean? Um, I saw a stupid-ass post that an Arbor fan, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The dude was like, I'd rather ride the roller coaster and be up and down every week then be Alabama and know you're going to win. I was like, what the fuck kind of dumbass logic is that when the whole point of it is to win? Uh, but there there are some nerves that come with it because you're like, oh, what if, um, what if we don't show up this week? You know, or what if, um, you know, even though we win, not every game is going to be a nice, clean victory. Like the Game over Florida was not a nice, clean victory. That you know, you win that game, but you you leave you leave the game pissed off. You know, uh, so it's still emotions to it, and not just joy, joy, joy. 
Because you, you know what your team can do, and you want them to do it week in and week out. Well, I mean, for the most part, you know, most people that y'all line up against, y'all about to about to skull drag them motherfuckers. So, I mean, I guess there's that that most people kind of take into consideration. But, I mean, now y'all, what's crazy is Nick Saban got back in his bag and bust out the 2010 uh, Alabama. Y'all basically was like, yep. We're not gonna really pass this much as today. <laughs> you know what? I know. Um, I mean, you have to be an idiot not to do it, though. I know <laughs> Ole Miss ran some three-two-six shit. That's the dumbest fucking base defense I've ever seen in my life. Who the fuck thinks I mean, they did it because so many teams are doing spread now. But you're right. I agree wholeheartedly with you. Like, I don't understand. How you plan on stopping most teams when you don't necessarily have those studs like that where you could just say, all right, we'll line up and, and, and ain't nobody going to really be able to run up like the gut. All right, like you starting out off-numbered, off-bat, because you run a 3-2, you got five down line and tight end off automatic. You know, so you, your tight end automatically is probably on a little ass DB as is, and you know them niggas can't tackle anyway. Wait, so not they, only the five down linemen, it's five five star down linemen going right. up a couple like, three and four stars. <laughs> I, don't, I any any offensive coordinator who plays Ole Miss and doesn't run the ball forty fucking times is a goddamn idiot and just deserves to be fired. Well we'll see we'll see it the last game of the year uh, in the egg bowl. Yeah right. I was just saying, we'll see but I mean everybody can't line up and do what y'all did. Cause no but you but you can though like straight numbers game you could just line up and say, look, we're gonna run the ball. You know, like even if you don't have five five stars, you should still be like, okay, normally we spread it out, but this week Oh, we about to get dirty. You know what I mean? Like we about to put you, our hand in the dirt. Would, you would say that. I mean, you sat there and you watched what uh, Texas tried to do to Arkansas and what Texas A and M tried to do to Arkansas, and they couldn't do. And I'd like to think Ole Miss front three are kind of on par with Arkansas. It's just man, everybody just can't do that. And you should have known better than to try to line up on them. Nick Saban, he probably. That nigga was probably just like, like doing a fist pump on the inside when he seen them motherfuckers line up on the three two six. He was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" But that ain't, but that ain't, but that ain't what hurt him. The thing that hurt Ole Miss was Lane being like the first twenty one points that Bama scored all came off of Lane running into the teeth of the defense or. Yeah, I think they did one pitch on fourth down. And basically, I, I think two of them three drives started on the Mississippi side of the 50-yard line. And yeah. the other one was just a long-ass 92 or 94-yard drive that was that was surgical as shit. So, he he didn't do his team no fa- he didn't do no team he didn't do, he didn't do his team no favors with his play calling early on. Like that was like horrible play calling then. I think they lost um What's the old boy named Ely? Was it? Not Ely. Uh, the other receiver. Uh, whatever his name is. The nigga ain't for it. Uh, but, you know, I, 
uh, I said to another Alabama fan after Lane, I think he was going for it on his. I think it was one right before he called the timeout where he was standing up and going for it. I was like, what happens when the mad scientist goes mad? Because that nigga lost his fucking mind. Okay. I um, I ain't never seen a coach coach that recklessly. You know what I mean? It's one thing if that's your style, like that small town coach who um, who never punts, that's his style. Cool. You ain't never punting no matter what. But for Lane to just like go for it and the field position he was in, knowing his defense wasn't stopping him, it just didn't make sense in the least bit. One on the goal line, yeah, cool. But the other ones, it's just like, bro, what are you doing? Like, take your emotions out of the game because that's, that's coaching too emotionally like right now. And that's what fucked him. He coached from an emotional place instead of a logical place. Like, I ain't even mad at him going for it on fourth down. You do that to steal some possessions away, but... What he also should have known was Alabama's going to limit how much you got the ball. I think they said they might have had the ball like four times in the second half, if that. Who had it four yeah. times? Oh, Miss. But they scored three, so. Um, yeah, but what I'm saying is like yeah. their possessions got limited because Alabama yeah. just kept fucking grinding uh, the fucking run game on yeah, they only had it four times in the second half. I mean, this was just a, a full fuck you display of I can I can be whatever the fuck I need to be in order to beat you. And that's literally what Nick did. Yeah, also, he played more in the Nick hands than anything cuz I think he was I think I think I think he was pretty much like how uh, sleep coach was when he played Georgia like, yo, I'm already at a talent disadvantage. I might as well take it take these take these chances and if I don't get them then I can live with it but he went to the pot too many times because I think on that first drive he turned it over on fourth down I think they actually converted that first fourth down to continue to drive and then mm-hmm. it just went to shit after that and it was like but man it felt like he had no kind of it felt like he had like no kind of fucking design it was like dude where's all the design y'all had it was like they just refused to be innovative. They was just like, all right, so I got this one play I can run, and I'm going to keep trying it until it pops, finally. Um, they, they, couldn't really, uh, they really couldn't get anything going. Uh, they were in, like, third and longs a lot. And, you know, big shout-out to the defense. I didn't think the defense was going to play as well as they did. Uh, but they played, they played outstanding, you know, um, Against a team like that, that goes that fast and can do so many different things, I thought our linebackers were gonna get ate the fuck up. And but that's the and that's the eight. thing that he should have took advantage of. Yeah, and they but they played really well. Um, I wasn't even mad at them. Shit. Well, uh, if you ain't got nothing else for Bama, let me see. Oh, uh, um, I do. Uh, Go ahead. Jason Clevin is out. For the season, he injured his knee. Don't know when, don't know where, but hope he has a good, speedy recovery. He was he was dynamic, uh, dynamic running back. Shit, what happened to Trace uh, Saunders? He 
he's well, he's third string now. Damn. Um, he, I mean, he gets one or two carry of the game. Uh, he's got to make the most of it, but I, I think he'll get more carries coming up. All right. Well, shit. Bama comes to College Station, that hellhole in East Texas, East Central East Texas, uh, plays the Aggies of Texas A&M, and woo. Boy, I can't wait to go to no message boards after the game because they're gonna be front. They're gonna front. Let me see. Most of it for some re- for some reason, them folks still mad at Kellen Munn. I'm like, oh, he ain't even here no more. Like, what y'all talking about? Them, if, bro, if, look, bro. After, if that nigga would have taught this white boy the offense better, we wouldn't be doing this. Bro, they um they um what was it? Oh um. I know last year they were blame well after this after this loss to Mississippi State, bro, they were blaming Black Lives Matter, uh, woke culture, liberals, uh, Jimbo is washed as a play caller. Um he's still sad over uh, losing his ex wife. Like they were blaming everything under the sun. I was like, damn, I'm like, well, this is what y'all paid for and y'all gave him an extension in all, uh, before the season began. So enjoy that. Friendly reminder, this is what ninety two million gets you. A coach that didn't recruit a decent backup and quietly is looking just like how someone looked in his first few years. Pretty much. Well, shit. All right. So let's see what's next. Uh, I ain't going to do niggas in trouble yet. Uh, AP Top 25. Uh, this is, um, how can you put it? Um, this is Market Correction Saturday. Um, this was the first time four top teams uh, lost on the same day since October 13th of 2018. Uh, Clemson dropped out of the top 25 for the first time since shit in like a decade. Uh, yeah. And they still blaming TE, which is I find amazing. But, um, yeah, um, the top two are still, whoa, wrong damn. Damn, I sent y'all the top 25 on uh, text, right? Yeah. Oh, let me see if I can find it because, shit, I'm looking at last week. All right, so, yeah, uh, this week's top 25, uh, welcome uh, San Diego State, SMU, uh, NC State, and Arizona State. That's uh, 25 through 22, respectively. Um, Notre Dame dropped the 14th. Arkansas dropped the 13th. Kentucky, number 16, undefeated. Uh, oh, wow. Yep. Oh. Yep. Um, Michigan State, 11th. Uh, BYU, 10th. Michigan, 9th. Oregon dropped the 8th. Ohio State is 7th. Uh, Oklahoma is 6th. Uh, Cincinnati is 5th. Penn State, 4th. Iowa third, Georgia and Bama and the only two spots they can be and probably gonna be for the rest of the year. So there's that sneaky undefeated team, Oklahoma State at number twelve. Mm, they'll still lose somebody. They gotta lose somebody. Yep. All right, shit. Put that about Iowa though. Hey. Wow. That shit was cool. That was ass beating on Friday night. Man, they put that. Oh, you talking about Iowa, uh, Maryland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a thorough ass whooping. Like, you've been asking for it for a while, so I'm going to get surgical with you. And that shit always happened in Maryland. Like, they always get, like, all- they be good. 
And then they play that first Big Ten game. <laughs> on, a, on a Friday night, because I remember they were amped up for that Penn State game a couple Penn years State. ago. Got shut out like 62 shit. <laughs> hey. They need to stop playing on Friday nights. Pretty much. Real talk. But you want to know something that was funny that uh, I was like, damn, that is a really good description of Iowa. Well, first of all, like people are saying like a lot of teams try to play Iowa, and they don't realize that Iowa is iowa and you don't play football with Iowa. You just try to survive. But there was like a wombat will try to lure a predator into its its uh, its cave, and then plug the cave up with a they backside to the point that whatever's trapped in there suffocates because it's got no air. And it was like that's Iowa football in a nutshell. Hold on, wait. One, what the fuck is a wombat? Two. Did you just make a wombat reference, nigga? Like, <laughs> uh, wombat is a marsupial, much like a kangaroo, and uh, yeah, I made a, a wombat reference. <laughs> well, we God, damn, he stunk that nigga. Hey, did you have to Google what a wombat was before you no. like? No, I uh, I wanted to be a zoologist back in the day. Plus, we had uh. to take class in uh, college. All right. Yeah. Oh shit. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, the NIT, aka niggas in, niggas in trouble, aka BKA coaches on the hot seat. Uh, we have a new top five, and for the first time, and I got I had to let the agenda go. Uh, Scott Frost has dropped out of the top five, but he has been, <clears throat> but he has been replaced with uh, number five, Ed Orgeron. Uh, let me see. Where is it on Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah. He pretty much, uh, when he got interviewed today, said he's taking responsibility for LSU's performance. Um, he's fired all the coordinators in the last year or so, so there's nothing left for them to do. Like, bro, like, I didn't even know this. Like, their offensive line coach was a hire in the summertime. Damn, that's late. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll say that one. I was going to say it ain't like he went into the season without an athletic trainer, but yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, same co- oh. same colors too. But um, but yeah, that's terrible. Um, I've been looking on the um, well, what is it? It was it uh, they message boy what tiger droppings or something like that. Like yeah, I've seen yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen Dave Aranda's name uh, called up. Uh, for some reason, they got this thing where they still want Lane Kiffin. Uh, Hugh Freeze has been an outside name that I've seen. Um, the one name that I've seen the media always hype up, but I ain't seen on the, on a message board is um, Billy Napier. Like, I ain't seen his yeah. name yet. Uh, but shit, other than that, uh, moving on. Number four, new entry. No. What's up? They really, the only way they can get rid of order on, uh, it's to hit him with the assault, uh, Title Nine things, uh, Title Nine charges, and they get rid of him. But that's also probably gonna kill their program because they're probably gonna get some kind of scholarship reduction. So they in a lose lose because they ain't got money to buy him out. Shit. The quote, the, the quote, Clay Davis. Shit. Bro, his buyout, his buyout, twenty dollars, tw- not twenty dollars, twenty million dollars. They gonna find that twenty million. I don't care if. The uh the women's track team got to take some L's and only do home meets. 
Uh, somebody ain't gonna get paid. But on top of that, he gonna he gonna cost more than twenty million dollars because shit, just based off the the Title Nine payouts, they gonna have to pay because they they gonna want this to go away quick, fast, and in a hurry. So somebody gotta get paid off. All right. They gonna find twenty mil in the uh in the in the little ashtray that they keep their keys in. Like, nah, oh, fuck. All right, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is a new entry into the uh, NIT. Dino Babers. Cause, man, that's sorry, Negro man. Bro, he made. I'm like, you talking about coaching scared? I'm like, bro, you going against a team that's on four? There's a lot you could do here, and that guy proved him correct. When I think his best receiver was like the hell with this and entered the transfer portal. Uh, probably not, because according to uh, Rail on the board, he said that nigga's nothing but a troublemaker and really hasn't been that good. I mean. Garrett Schrader is your quarterback. That's like no argument. That's like um, that's like um, being at the thirty and looking for Mackenzie Milton to throw a hail mary in the end zone. It might get there, but it's gonna have to get tipped, and the wide receiver gonna have to make some plays of his life to get it into the end zone. So, but yeah, Dino, you are officially on notice. Uh, number three is another new entry. Uh, PCP named one earlier, and that would be Carl Durrell, Col- um, head coach at the University of Colorado. Um, yeah, whatever Mel Tucker was doing, he must have known. He must have known that that shit wasn't sustainable, and got the hell up out of Dodge because they hung tough with Texas A&M, and then it just been just like a shit show ever since. Which is sad because that's a nice campus and a nice stadium. They ain't got no base, man. Yeah, that is true, but um, I would. Well, they could get some. They could get some kids if they went into um went into Vegas, and Arizona got this. And apparently, um, just like Texas and Florida and Georgia, Arizona got this population spike. Which I mean, it's too early to say if it's gonna pan out, but. It's a lot like look at like a lot of the like elite eleven quarterbacks and uh whatnot that get ranked by twenty four seven and shit. A lot of them kids is in Arizona now. Yeah. They're coming out of Arizona. Yeah. You know, uh Colorado used to get a lot of them JUCO and Texas kids. They not getting that no more. Right. All right. Uh number two uh is uh the coach that Dino Babers lost to, uh aka Ted Talk Mike. Mike Norvell. One and four, man, looked disgusted more than looked uh, relieved after that first win over uh, Syracuse the other day. Still not a believer, not going to hammer him. Enjoy your first victory. And number one <laughs> with a bullet. <laughs> I'm about to call him Manuel Noriega, but Manny Diaz. Not Manuel Noriega. <laughs> he pretty much got everybody. Everybody has turned this back on him. Let me see if I can pull up this. Yeah. His contract. Well, I think he got like another two or three years left on his contract. Mm. Let me see. From this uh, article on the Athletic, uh, the Hurricanes got embarrassed by Alabama, barely escaped Appalachian State, got whipped by Michigan State. And lost on the last second field goal against Virginia. The Canes fan base has turned on Diaz. And more importantly, a lot of former UM star players. Uh, the buyout, if UM wants to move on from Diaz, is believed to be north of $8 million. 
Additionally, they have to they have assistance on multi-year deals, so any coaching search would likely mean an investment of some of a sum of twenty million dollars for twenty twenty two if they're paying market rate for a new staff. And as we all know, they are super duper cheap. So, right. Um, that's probably what's gonna keep them around is the fact that they're so cheap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but let's be real. Miami ain't even a good job. It's not. The the coaches that won won in spite of the program, not because of the program. All right. And they also won before everybody came in and took who they wanted out of Florida. As I said, and like I said, as I said on the college college football, as you know it in the state of Florida, does not exist anymore. And I think I either said this in the group chat or I said it on the board. I mean, it's almost on some Animal House versus the President type shit. Like, this <laughs> put niggas on secret double, quadruple uh, probation and shit and not help <clears throat> to the detriment of the program. So it's like, if you're not going to help, you can't be mad that you're not getting good results. Sure enough, Manny Manuel ain't doing a good job, but he's not getting helped. I will say this about them sanctions that they got put on. A lot of that shit was bogus. Because the same shit that folks is getting away with doing now, that's legal now, is basically the same shit that Nevin Shapiro was doing. I mean, pay, 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 I mean, he, I mean, he paid, paid somebody's mom's like power bill. And may have paid for an abortion or two. <laughs> Wow, but shit. I mean, it goes some more. It goes some more coaches uh, from this article. Y'all tell me if they if they see this hot, warm, or cool. Uh, Matt Wells at Texas Tech. He's he's actually doing pretty good. They only lost like one game so far. Uh, But get him to get replaced by uh, University of Texas San Antonio's coach. Oh. You let folks down in Austin tell you he been groomed for that job. Uh, next up, uh, Herm Edwards. That ain't even see hot. It depends on what the administration want to do. Well, uh, they got his uh, seat as warm, but you got to remember that he's also mixed up in an NCAA investigation. And he's black. Yep. And he has a mostly black coaching staff. Well... But you know, but the but the but the shadow coaches everybody everybody that know Arizona State football know that Antonio Pierce is basically the shadow head coach of that program. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What what I'm what I'm hearing is basically they just want to ride this season out because they might have a chance to actually compete for the Pac-12, and then after that they'll probably do what they got to do next year. So. Herm is good for this year, but next year might not be looking so good for the Herm stuff. Uh, next up, Nick Rolovich at Washington State. They say his seat is hot. <laughs> like lava. Yep. Uh, Chip Kelly. <laughs> he has he has dropped two in a row. I mean, his seat always gonna be hot, but. Um, but I do got that new AD out there, so he might get clipped. Yeah, see how. Yeah. 
Well, shit. Let's go ahead and move on to these uh, week five reviews. Like I said, four top ten, four four top ten teams lost on the same day. First time since 2018. Uh, first game up. Hmm. We'll continue to talk about Manny. Uh, Thursday night, uh, University of Virginia defeated Miami 30 to 28 on a resounding. Yo, I, I, it's too. Apparently, the acoustics and uh, television have gotten better because the kick from the Virginia game and the kick from the New England Tampa Bay game last night, the sound of the ball hitting the crossbar. Shit sounded like well, sounded like the Stone Cold uh, glass shattering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, Tyler Van Dyke, uh, quarterback from Miami, he looked real bad. And I think, I think, I think if they keep him around, is because it looked like Manny is punted on the season a little bit because it looked like it's been a youth movement. Because I mean, shit, Rooster started Thursday night, and that kid just coming off a four game suspension. And Cam Harris led the team in rushing shit every game they played this season. But uh, you saw Hawk, you saw I think his name Leonard Williams playing defense and defensive tackle. I know they had a freshman linebacker that was out there that was starting over an upperclassman. I know it was a DB uh, safety that was starting in the uh, defensive backfield. So it seemed like he you know he already like you know what this season is a wash. I know y'all gonna let me come back. Let me get these dudes some playing time so we can get this get the ball rolling next year. But who knows? So yeah, um, UVA outgained Miami four forty nine to three seventy two. Their defense also showed up, had four sacks. Um, yeah, Miami just looked like a bad football team on offense. Defense, they look just like they just make stupid penalties. And defense, they even playing scared though, like. A lot of them cats are really scared to hit. Shit, I would too. The way that they call this targeting. Exactly. I, I, I mean, except for the dude who they got, the cornerback they got from Georgia, that nigga put his pad on. Yeah. Uh, Stevenson, I think. Uh, but other than that, man, that nigga scared. Bro, I will say this, and I remember dudes were talking about he the next uh, ST twenty six, Bubba Bolden looking uh, real suspect out here. He ain't everything. Yeah. He ain't everything. They amped him up on Kane's insight, or yeah, Kane's insight and the other uh, Miami message board. I'm like, bro, I'm like, when when I saw him get kicked out the Bama game for targeting, I'm like, yo, that's 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 one of two things. That dude don't want to be playing against Bama, and he protecting his uh draft his draft prospects. Man, I saw him get like ran the fuck over against Virginia against somebody. Yeah, yo, you up. It don't look like Virginia should be beating teams with their quarterback. Like, that dude just look... I don't know if it's because he left-handed or what, but... It look awkward. Yeah. Every every throw look awkward. Oh. Wait, because he left-handed? <laughs> yeah, it it looked like... He, he looked like a left-handed Danny Warfel, man. Damn. But, yo, y- oh. uh, y'all remember that catch? Which one? The one where uh, UVA quarterback threw it in the triple coverage. It got tipped. Hit the uh, wide receiver on the uh, on the ankle. He kicked it up in the air and rolled around and just like nonchalantly gr- snatched it out of the air for a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was the catch of the weekend until the Washington State Cal game. I ain't see that. Oh, I, I, see the- I seen that one. Old boy did like a complete three sixty in the corner in the end zone and did like a toe drag, one handed. Mm. Damn. That one from uh, the Ole Miss game, that was kind of tough, too. 
Well, yeah, UVA, I will say this one. I don't know why. They, well, probably because he's Mormon, but Bronco, Bronco Mendenhall should get some more play for, like, bigger uh, bigger programs because, like we said, they, they quarterback look odd as fuck out there on the field, but they run an offense that look quirky anyway, but that shit worked. Like, they, like they offense really is schemed to get them down the field. Like, it ain't no, all right, let's line up our five and against they five. And put a fullback back here and see what happens. Three yards cloud of dust. Like they had that one play. Like they ran it. Like I ain't seen them. I watched more Virginia games than I should have this year. But they got this one where it looked like the quarterback getting ready to roll to the left to his strong to his throwing side, and the running back just run right with him. And then they just stop and they run a draw play off of that, and they get the defense every single time with it. It's like the new. Um, Run the court, run the wide receiver, or running back in motion. They used to play quarterback on fourth down, and then have them jump on the descender and get the first down. So yeah, so I seen that shit a little bit too much this weekend too. But uh, yeah, uh, good luck, Manny. Riding piss. Uh, next game up, Georgia destroyed Arkansas. I let y'all get y'all thoughts off. Uh, Georgia, Georgia. Jordan's some big ass niggas, dog. Like, <laughs> those are some shotgun niggas. And by a shotgun nigga, I mean, if you see him, you better have your shotgun because that's the only thing that will take him down. Um, I thought you was uh, meaning more of uh, the type of dudes you see standing, uh, sitting on the porch in a, on a shotgun house with no shirt and no shoes on. Oh, they some of them type dudes, too, man. Uh, Got the waist set in the front and uh in the grass too. Yeah. Oh, oh it ain't it ain't no grass. It's just straight dirt. Straight dirt, yeah. Mi- Mississippi <laughs> Mississippi crack dirt. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that defense is on another level. Uh, oh, Arkansas, you just kind of feel bad for them. They they have not a chance. Yeah, Georgia ran all over them boys. Had two hundred seventy three yards rushing, and like you said, the defense was hawking. They had four sacks. Yo. Did I did I not say during the Kendall Browse experiment in Tallahassee that just because that dude came out his daddy nutsack don't make him an offensive genius? That is what you said. So, like I said, he got exposed again. Arkansas had 162 yards total, had nine fir- had had nine first downs, eight three and outs, and they only crossed the 50 three times. Wait, they had nine first downs. I thought they had less than that. Um. I mean, anybody's going to probably get exposed by these boys. These niggas is on a mission. Uh, and if I'm if I'm remembering like the stats right, I think they said of they, was it seven possessions or nine possessions? I, let's go with nine. Are they nine possessions? Seven of them were turnover and downs. Either turnover or they punted. Yeah, that's why I said they had eight three and outs. They was out like that shit was disgusting the way they were playing defense on the boards. But there's something to be said about this Georgia defense because I mean, let look at it. That go that rewind back to last week. Georgia had more points than they damn near had more points than Vanderbilt had total yards the entire game. They had it until like the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. Yeah, like Georgia's on a whole nother level, man, and. This really might be that year to actually do something. I mean, obviously time will tell, but if they're going to do something, this might be the year. 
Not so fast, my friend. JT Daniels was held out of practice again. Yeah. And uncertain for and uncertain for next week's game. But honestly, I think me, you, or P could stand back there and hand the ball off. Uh, the librarian threw for seventy two yards last weekend. Hey, shit. Shit, I can get you fifty. Give me a stop. Right. Yeah, give me a, I'm, give me an orbit. I'm glad stop right. I'm glad y'all confident in y'all abilities, but Low key, y'all niggas would be looking like old Ben Roethlisberger out there tripping over your own feet and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know why short ass would be able to see nothing. <laughs> well, shit, uh, let's see. You're looking at niggas' backs all damn day. <laughs> Georgia play, uh, travels to the Plains and plays them boys from Auburn. Um, it's going to be... Interesting, to say the least. I won't even say interesting. It's going to be... It's going to be the uh, Simpsons meme, the way the defense going to treat Bo Nix. <laughs> it's going to be the best <laughs> stop, stop. He already did. <laughs> so. Man, I don't know who the fuck Bo Nix prayed to that night before that game. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. But, uh, yeah, uh, Georgia looking, like, real spooky. Uh, and that's with Arkansas coming off that uh, win over uh, Texas A&M in Arlington. But uh, they play, hmm, interesting. They travel to uh, Oxford and play Ole Miss this week. So that should be interesting. Uh, that should be a damn game. Yep. Uh, we'll blow through these uh, next two games real quick. Uh, Texas traveled to Fort Worth and defeated TCU 32-27. to uh, B. John Robinson is a man. and Best running back in football. I want to dispute that. You want to have another conversation? Nah. <laughs> but yeah, he had 32 carries with 216 and a touchdown. Didn't he have a um, reception for a touchdown too or something like that? Shit. Nigga might have been out there handing out the water too with the water boys. Yeah. That nigga did <laughs> Hey, I know somebody, I know some folks that um, be on the message board that uh, listen to this. Don't get mad at me when I say this, but uh, yeah. If Zach Evans got the same, if he got fed the ball as much as Bijan got fed the ball. This game would have been either winning TCU favor or the Knicks would have barely lost. I know they lost by five and Texas covered the spread, but still. Dog, I don't know how to – I don't, I, said, I said it on Twitter last uh, two weeks ago when they played SMU. Like, bro, when I look at Zach Evans, Zach Evans remind me of Jamal Charles so fucking much. Damn. Like, he got that glide – my, minus the uh, running track in the Special Olympics, but <laughs> – which I don't know. His recruitment was kind of spooky too, though. But, but yeah, Zach Evans, bro, like he glides when he gets the ball. He don't take no hard shots. He just look. He looked like he flo- The same thing I said about Dalvin Cook. The same thing I used to say about Jamar Charles. They don't look like they feet always moving, and it don't look like. You ever seen a running back that get the ball or a player get the ball, and it don't look like uh, they make any unnecessary movements because everything look fluid and it just look like it's part of the plan. Like that's like while the paper, yeah. a young, young Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, like that's that's what uh, Zach Evans remind me of, and he gonna kill it when he get to the league. I already see it because he ain't gonna do. No, I think next year his last year gonna be his last year at TCU, and I think Gary Patterson I ain't gonna say he gonna get fired, but they ain't gonna take too many more of these, especially considering that he been dominating that series because 
This is what only the third time Texas and beat TCU in the last ten years. Yeah, uh, what's the name? Oh, Charlie boy, not Charlie. What's that? What's that white boy name? Max Dugan. Herman. Oh, Tom Herman couldn't. Do oh yeah, yeah. So. Tom Herman. Nah, he chilling. He took the year off like Jeremy Pruitt. Which also that was also a name that I read on uh, Tiger Droppings as far as bringing in for DC at LSU. So mm. that'll be interesting. Lane Kiffin and uh, Jeremy Pruitt on the same staff. Better not bring your kids. Uh, <laughs> next game up, Oklahoma defeated K State. Only thing I got from this game is well, I got two things. Um, Lotto Hope didn't look too bad. He did throw one pick, but he was efficient, like twenty-two for twenty-seven. And K-State messed up the spread for everybody who was a gambler. I think the spread I think the uh, spread was OU minus 12, and they returned the kickoff. So, yeah, so a lot of people that gambled and was on DraftKings was mad as shit <laughs> at uh, OU. Hey, I'm doing that shit. Say what now? Hmm? Y'all, y'all do like the uh, DraftKings and FanDuel and stuff like that? I work hard for no. my money. Oh, boy. I got some homeboys that do that, but I don't do it. Um, <clears throat> the one thing I took away was they fucking offensive line finally blocked. Uh, that's kind of been like a real bugaboo, to quote uh, some white analysts. It's been a real bugaboo for them, and, and they've been having a lot of trouble with blocking. And I guess they finally got their shit together and started blocking. <clears throat> uh, another thing that I took away that I've kind of been – observing you look at um you look at Spencer Rattler to, to not make mistakes that's why you 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 will have him and to put your team in a good position but his decision making is what's fucking him up more than anything because he's got the talent he's got it by a by truckload but when you put him in a position to not fuck you over he keeps fucking you over and when they start finally playing more teams with a post, that shit gonna fuck them. Well, they did get their Caleb. Uh, OU fans did get their Caleb Williams sighting. He was one for one for like eighteen yards. But uh, actually, nice to see uh, Lincoln uh, dedicate the run, uh, get dedicated to the run as uh, the three running backs combined for twenty-one carries. With hey yo, that's a that's a like. Not to uh, divert the conversation, but this nigga Hunter, Hunter Renfro just stuck the shit out of a nigga on a fake, on a fake punt attempt. <laughs> he lit this boy up. <laughs> mad about hey, he took, mad he had to get vexed. Hey, he took he took all his white rage out on that nigga. Right, damn, motherfucker sounded like Bobby Boucher running down the field. <laughs> Ain't lying. Man, I hate this nigga Hunter Renfro, dog. <laughs> Damn. What Hunter Renfro do to you, dog? Man, I hate that nigga, dog. That nigga's like the epitome of, like, whiteness. <laughs> I just want to beat his ass. So you feel like you, uh, as Tom Fernelli calls him on uh, on Twitter, hit a Renfro. So you feel the way about hit a Renfro the way I feel about Baker Mayfield. I, probably, I, feel, the, I feel the same way about Baker. And so Baker's like uh, the wigger, like the ultimate wigger. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, moving on. Oh, some more games to blow through. Um, 
Clemson escaped with a 1913 win over BC, and like I said, dropped out of the top 25 for the first time in a decade. Um, Mississippi State defeated Texas A&M 26 to 22. That was pretty entertaining. Um, yeah. Um, Mississippi State had some close games. Like all that games been close. And I don't understand why. Right. It's, it's kind of weird. Like I would love to know why the games are so close. What happens when you don't run the ball? Right. It, it's not even, it ain't even that. It's not even that. No matter who they play. They struggle, yeah, I know. They just play to the level of their opponent, I guess, and like the exact level. Because all their games have been like one-score games. And to remind you again, um, Mississippi State uh, running backs combined for 11 rushes for 35 yards. Will Rogers threw the ball 59 times. But they, but one thing I can say about um, Mike Leach's offense is he like he gonna stick to the plan, and basically that short game is basically a replacement for the running game anyway. So, but still, you at least want to keep the defense honest in some ways. But yeah. Plus, I think I had heard I had heard something on a podcast earlier about like how um, how like you know some like. Who's the coach that I that I really oh like Kendall Browse like Kendall Browse is dedicated to his system, and there's no deviation from the system. Like so, if if he was running RPO with only three wide receivers and an H back and a tailback, he gonna run that, that pretty much. He, that's what's gonna be his bread and butter, even when you stop it. But for somebody and Leach is the same way. The only thing with Leach is Leach isn't stubborn. Stubborn like Browse to like just stay dedicated to it. He ain't gonna switch it up. He'll be like, all right, if we can't run if we can't run it with an H back in, in here, then we just gonna line them up five wide, motion the running back into the backfield, and then run the RPO. Let's see what they're gonna offer us. Cause if nobody follows that running back to the um to the um backfield, then all right, we'll run it. If somebody does, then all right, we know they playing man. And that what makes him the the mega conservative uh, mad genius. So the MAGA genius, that's an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> shit, who else? Uh, Florida lost to Kentucky in uh, Lexington for the first time since 1986. And Dan Mullen joins what? I think he the first coach in 30 years to lose uh, two games to Kentucky. Or I think, or he might be the first coach in Florida history to lose two games to Kentucky. It's one of the two, uh, but yeah. Uh, he had nine tries to score in the last minutes of the game and could not score on Kentucky. House way because Mark Stoops uh, actually a decent defensive play caller. But the thing that, I get that bro, the thing that they fucked themselves a couple different. Bro, the ways. thing that killed them was fifteen penalties, and half of them shits was false starts. Yeah, they had three consecutive while they was on first and goal. And I'm looking at this like, yo, I didn't seen Kentucky football stadium. It don't look like it could get that loud. They was fucking on their own volition. Yeah. And what's about the whole thing was if they would have did more QB runs on the goal line instead of waiting. In the last minute, they probably could score. Loyalty to his system and loyalty to Emory Jones. Shit, he could have QB ran with Emory instead of having him try to pass. Well, I mean, Richardson was help, finally healthy after like two or three weeks. 
And he was only in for six snaps. And, hell, he averaged five yards a carry. Hell, let me see. What is it? Um, Shit. Um, Emory had more, uh, damn near had more rushes than all the running backs combined. Damn. So, yeah, but Emory went uh, 23 for 31 for 203, one touchdown, one pick. And starting to see the – went on the Gator Bait message boards and Florida fans are – like, I hope he looking for a job in the NFL like he did last offseason. Like, this loyalty shit is going to do him in. Like, Emory ain't the guy. Dion tried to tell you. The boy cannot throw. They called him a hater. But, yeah. Um, Dopey Dan should be. Well, I won't say he should be on the hot seat. But all I know is on that thread I started about um, Florida football being down. Especially collegiately. A lot of Florida fans jumped in there talking about, we straight. We straight. Jordan them cats is in their own season thread talking about, yeah. Like, we need to start looking at another option because this shit ain't working. This dude, too loyal to, this dude too loyal to a dude who can't play quarterback. Mm. In a game that disappointed PCP, uh, Auburn defeated LSU 24-19. to the first time, the first time since nineteen. 19- I think I more than I Oh, well, excuse me. Uh, Auburn defeated uh, LSU for the first time in LSU since nineteen ninety. Um, Bo Nix uh, was drinking from the um, from the uh, from the cup of uh, Johnny Manziel because that one touchdown pass. That shit was ridiculous. You talking about the very first one he threw? Yep. That shit was bananas. I don't know if he sold his soul to the devil or what, but there's no way in hell anybody would think he makes some magic happen off of that bullshit that he just pulled. <clears throat> and that's Bo Nix in a nutshell. Gets pulled from the same game that he goes in and scores two miraculous touchdowns on. Yo, I will say this, uh, the Auburn fans, uh, Y'all need to chill, cause uh, the next time I look on a message board and I see talk people talking about BD Knicks, I'm reporting the website to 4chan. B, they call them BD Knicks. Lord, you can only uh, just use just use your uh, pervertedness to imagine what it means. But yeah, uh, LSU offense is a struggle. This might be the first time in my lifetime I've seen LSU struggle to run the ball or have a running back that's that I know of that's real good. Cause yeah, so I mean, uh, what happened to uh, Embry? What happened to John Embry? Injured, mm. and I think he got injured last week or week before last. I don't know how long he out for, but I know it's gonna be like four to six weeks. I'm a guess uh. in four to six weeks. But, um, yeah, LSU uh, offense is a struggle. They only had one touchdown the entire night, uh, four field goals. Uh, LSU defense can't tackle and gave up 14 points in the second half. Um, like, look at this, right? Um, from the 840 mark in the second quarter, Auburn outscored LSU 24-6. Damn. So... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if LSU uh, did the same thing that uh, FSU did in 2013-2014 to get all them W's and get playoff appearances. But 
Yeah, somebody sold they sold for that 2019 title. So, mm, have fun with that one. I ain't got no mercy for them. Uh, basically. Uh, next up, Cincinnati defeated Notre Dame 24-13. to This game I really didn't see, but um, the only stats I got is uh, the quarterback who I thought was, was white. But it's really black. Ritter went 19 for 32 for 297, two touchdowns through the air, yeah, and one rushing. What's that? I say he's a mulatto. One drop rule. Uh, <laughs> um, any of y'all watch this game? Well, paying, uh, was flipping back and forth between it. I did. Yo, did Cone um, uh, Buckner get injured? Cone got injured, if I'm remembering right. All uh, right, because I know they put the Pine Kid in and. They talking about he the future. I'm like, mm, he went nine for twenty two, and that was a, a awful looking nine for twenty two. Uh, yeah. What was so crazy. I don't play shit either. Yeah. Defense was all, they. It was all over them, and it wasn't like Cincinnati. From what I'm hearing, changed up their defense. They 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 pretty much kept it the same. I know they're gonna try. I'll oh, go ahead. And Notre Dame uh, Huh? Yeah, what'd you say, P? Wait. Yeah. Oh, I was saying that defense kill it. Yeah. I know they're gonna try to put this I know they're gonna try to put this L on um on Marcus Freeman in the defense, but um I don't know what's going on at Notre Dame because the running game is they strength and they have struggled with that shit all year long. Like yeah, offensive line is trash. Basically. They lost. Yeah, they ain't got no O line at all. Yep. They lost a lot of boys to the NFL. That and they brought mm-hmm. in a. Um, shit, what's old boy named Madden? The uh, dude that um, Norvell thought he was going to bring to Tallahassee. And he was a first team All American. And they talking about he might be like the first line, one of the first three or four linemen off the uh, board when he declared for the NFL draft. But other than that, like, them boys look bad. Then I think they lost their right tackle, like, right before the game. I know they lost a linebacker. They lost two linebackers before the um, Florida State game and the kickoff. Like they running on fumes, and this L should have came a lot sooner than the Cincinnati game. Yep. So, yeah, uh, some more games to run through. Oklahoma State, the undefeated Oklahoma State Cowboys defeated Baylor twenty four fourteen. Herm Edwards and the boys defeated UCLA forty two to twenty three. And I know y'all asleep for this one, but I finally got internet at the cabin. But uh, did anybody see the Hawaii, the end of the Hawaii Fresno State game? I heard it was a bomb. Not see it. So yeah, Hawaii upset um, Fresno State twenty-seven to twenty-four. Stopped them. Stopped them uh, at the goal line, right? So they had a few seconds where they gonna have to kneel the ball. So first one, I think they. Um, Quarterback sneaked it and got it to, like, the one-and-a-half-yard line. And then on the last play of the game, quarterback gets the ball, fakes like he's going to run up the middle, takes it to the outside, gets hit stick, and fumbled that bitch right on the one-yard line. But luckily for him, the running back was following him and got it up to fumble. Oh, man. That's a lot. I like the enthusiasm, which takes me to the snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. It could have been, it could have been Hawaii. Also, Hawaii looked like they were playing at a high school stadium, but they playing at their practice field because 
That stadium, that stadium is basically falling apart. It's condemned from all the assault. Yeah. But yeah, the snatching <clears throat> defeat from the Jaws of Victory Award for the week is the Oregon Ducks. They had a 99.9% chance of winning with 151 left in the fourth quarter. So, woo. Good luck with that one. Uh, what's next? Randos. Rams. That's why I got to have the notes up on standby. Um, shit, where we at? Oh, um, yeah, get well wishes to, what's the kid's name? Kid from Maryland. Uh, no, the uh, kid from Washington State, wide receiver Brandon Gray. He's in serious but stable condition after being shot in Pullman. I don't want to get. I don't want to guess who shot him, but you know that is uh, the Tiki Torch territory, or Washington State. So there's that. Um, also, um, shit, you might know more about this one, um, Sharon. But the kid that got uh, killed at, um, at Utah. Yeah, Utah. They retired his number too. Well, yeah, because uh, the other guy who wore it. He died too. And that was his homeboy. Yep. Aaron Lowe. <clears throat> it's just an all around sad story. Apparently, um, some people come into a house party and they didn't let him in. And they decided to shoot the place up. Niggas and flies. Niggas and flies. But yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. And good uh, looks for uh, Utah by retiring his number. Um,. I got a Joe Paul uh, Morris Award winner of the week. Cue up the theme music. But yeah. (laughs) 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 So yeah, uh, Joe Paul Morris Award winner of the week goes to an entire program. Alcorn State. Alcorn State. (laughs) (laughs) Just weeks. Them niggas ain't shit. Uh, this is brought to us by footballscoop.com. Uh, two weeks after having to, after nearly having to cancel a guaranteed game at South Alabama due to a lack of medical coverage, Alcorn State has uh, moved to part ways with its athletic director. Yo, uh, who was it? Who was it we had on? That was uh, Judah we had on that talked about LSU, right? Like two seasons mm-hmm. ago. So. Yeah. So Invincible was talking about when he went to Alcorn State, he like, dog, he like, all you gotta do is just walk up and be like, yo, I want to be a trainer. And he's like, yo, they teach you how to tape somebody uh, ankles up and whatnot up. And he like, shit, same day, shit, you working on the sideline? Damn, <laughs> that shit's sad, man. Yeah, like his high school teams out here were like more full time trainers. Bro, you want to know what? I don't think this story would have got the traction it did if. That South Alabama, it would have got it if that South Alabama, if they didn't come close to having to cancel that South Alabama game, because apparently that's their biggest mm-hmm. payday of the year so far. Yeah, that's their money. Guy. Yep, and shit, he fucking with the money now, so hell, he gotta go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Alcorn is engaged in buyout discussions with Horn, and on the same day that students on the Lorman, Mississippi campus protested a variety of topics. Uh, the school president scheduled a meeting at five o'clock and fired old boy. So I feel bad for uh, the real Air McNair, the head coach Fred McNair. Like you come back to your alma mater and then like you got this kind of shit going on. 
Yeah. Uh, I think, like he said on the radio, uh, we got a big game in South Alabama that's going to make university money, and we can't go out and get treatment for the young men and women. We can't get treatment or rehab on this day not knowing what's going to happen. This is something that needs to be fixed. This is, a, this is an administration problem. I could talk about it all the way till I turn blue, but this has to, this has got to be fixed. We've got to be able to pay somebody to be the Alcorn State athletic trainer, and we don't have one. I told the players the reason we're, we weren't going to practice this morning was because we didn't have a certified trainer, and you could hear the room. It was a bad feeling for me to have to tell them that. That's terrible, man. And they've been without a full-time trainer for nearly two months, apparent according to this um, to this report. Yeah, programs being cheap and shit. Yeah, they said the uh, the person that was hired for the position earlier returned to their previous job. <laughs> I want to laugh. <laughs> I want to laugh, but still, like, oof. That nigga said, "Fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so. You, you know that's bad when a nigga be like, because it's got to be an easy job being a athletic trainer at an HBCU because it's not a big, it's not a big, you know, gig where you need like five, five of y'all or something. Shit. That nigga was like, he looked around and said, man, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I feel bad because that's home state school and whatnot, but like you said, it's an administration problem. Like you know how, like this, how bad it is at Alcorn. Like the Student Government Association, like last week, uh, issued a statement of no confidence in the school president. Damn. You know. Well, uh, you know we always try to we always try to have these these kind of thought processes when people start talking that HBCU stuff, and I'm like. Like you got so many administrations that's so so corrupt and cavalier with how they run that school. They don't deserve it. All right. So, hopefully they get this shit together. Because, I mean, they're giving these kids opportunities and shit. Parents get their um, trust into these... Um, to these or to these administrations and these coaches, and the least they could do is have somebody to tape. I mean, this is some old um, the longest yard shit. They got dudes up in there taping their own. So like, yo, man, you tape my ankle, I tape your ankle. Like, <laughs> so that shit ain't funny, but I really have right now. It's just really <laughs> like I said, I wasn't trying to laugh at it, but it's still sad. So, um. Also, uh, next topic in Randos, uh, does the ACC have any chance in hell with getting the team in the playoff this season? I think that'll be a resounding yeah. hell no from nope. everybody. Um, but all these, uh, all this ineptitude is let, uh, the prophecy will come true. The SEC will have a one loss team in there, and shit, let uh, let Georgia lose a close game. And then lose real close in the uh, SEC title game. You might have a two-loss team in there. So, uh, next random topic uh, was the quarterback recruiting class of 2019, one of the most overhyped of all time. I'm going to ring them out, and y'all tell me yay or nay. 
number one in the class was Spencer Rattler. Hiccups. Hiccup guy. Spencer. He's not trash. I think he'll work in progress. He need to be real then. Yeah. Uh, next up, I already know what P gonna say about this one. Bo Nix. Trash. That dude was number two in the class, and the number one dual threat. How? No, d- don't worry. Wait till I name the quarterbacks after you. You gonna be like, oh, I see how. Uh, number three, and probably my favorite quarterback in the class. Uh, but uh, Jaden Daniels at Arizona State. I think he uh, TBD because I mean, yeah. I mean, it ain't like, I mean. Who the offensive coordinator out there at um at Arizona State? I don't know why I was about to say Hugh Jackson, but he had Tennessee State. Yeah. Shit, nigga, you pick. Yeah. That's that's who that coordinator is. Yeah. Nigga, it's your- One that'll bring uh that'll make um sleep mad. Uh number four was Ryan Holinsky. Wow. Number five was Graham Mertz. <laughs> Trash. Number six was Sam Howell. Trash. Number seven. He ain't good, bro. Like I said, he he the he the six foot Jay Cutler of the future. <laughs> dude just dude just got this look on his face that's real apathetic. Um, number seven is Dylan Morris, quarterback out at um, Washington. Yeah, I don't even know. I'll say I'll say trash. TBD for him because his offensive coordinator ain't doing him no favors. Uh, number eight is Talia Tagovailoa. Damn, I actually said it right. Um, he had from Alabaster. <laughs> Hopefully, it ain't hope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, that dude threw four picks in the first half. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, and he five eleven. Damn. Um, number nine is Taysen. Some dude with a lot of vowels in his last name that's a dual threat quarterback at Clemson. He only got in like a couple. He only got like, I think he got mop up duty in like one game, so he ain't really got time to shine. Uh, damn, the that's best. a real dog. EJ, huh? This might be one of the most trash quarterback classes of all time. Uh, number 10 is Max Dugan, quarterback TCU. Damn. Number 11. What's that? I like uh, he was backing up Trayvon Boykin. Why well, I feel like he been in college for forever? Cause you high. No, but this is when I was sober though. <laughs> when I was watching Saturday. Uh, shit. Who else is? Uh, number eleven was Hank uh, Bachmeyer at Boise State, the highest Boise State recruit ever. Hey, after what I seen in that game in Tallahassee, I was like, yeah, this kid pretty good, but he ain't done shit since then. Plus, he can't. Stop from being injured. Shit, let me run through the rest of them. Number twelve is uh, Rashawn Johnson, quarterback. Uh, well, dual threat quarterback at Texas. Now backup running back at Texas. Uh, Garrett Garrett Schrader, quarterback, uh, was at Mississippi State. Now he's at um, Syracuse. Uh, you'll like th- you'll <laughs> like this one, sure. Cade McNamara comes in at fifteenth. <laughs> Uh, Taquan Roberson, Penn State, he'll never get in. Uh, the Lance kid uh, from uh, uh, from QB one that went to Maryland, but I think he had like ULM or Louisiana Lafayette or something like that. Now, 
he was like 18th. Jalen Jones, I don't even know if he at Florida anymore. Um, Dwan Mathis was number 22, and that was the quarter, the black quarterback from Georgia that only got like a half against Arkansas last year. Where the fuck is he at now? Transfer portal. Uh, let's see who else. Paul Paul Tyson was 24th. KJ Jefferson was 25th. Arkansas, the Plumley kid um, was at Ole Miss. Damn, Ole Miss got two quarterbacks in the top 20 in the top 30. Uh, who else? Who probably the best kid on this class that I haven't called out? Oh, uh, Zach, uh, Zach Calzada was number 37. That's a quarterback at Texas A&M who the uh, Aggie faithful now call the Cuban Missile Crisis because he is that bad of a quarterback. <laughs> That's so fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that dude might not even... I'm like, I'm, like a, I'm not even Cuban, bro. <laughs> uh, I ain't Cuban. Uh, who else is on here? Uh, the Slovis kid from USC is, was 47th. Uh, Dylan Gabriel was fort behind him at, at 48th. Now he at UCF with a broken collarbone. And yeah, that class, for it to be hyped up as it was, there is a lot of trash in there. Dog, that's a lot. A lot of times, any, anyway, I know, uh, I think it's KTO on YouTube. <laughs> he do a lot of, um, he do a lot of uh, YouTube videos on where where are they now and stuff like that. And he did one year of quarterbacks, and I was like, damn, like the whole top ten either wasn't playing football no more, transferred, or just stuck rotting on the bench somewhere until their eligibility was over. Yeah, I think I, I, think I might have seen that one. He do be putting out some uh, some uh, good ass content though. He do, but I mean, that's what I always kind of go back to when people start talking about quarterbacks and stuff because it's like, man, this shit ain't no exact science. Niggas, niggas that everybody hype up as like top ten quarterbacks that you feel like okay, they should be straight. Like they not, they trash. Well, you might want to go eat some bread. <laughs> You sound like you about to die over there. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. Also, I got um uh, I got um a uh, fuck all y'all slash knuck if you buck award of the past two weeks. Uh first off, knuck if you buck uh SNU planting the uh Dallas logo flag in the middle of the TCU football field last week. And TCU players running back out of the locker room to uh, snatch the flag and rip it off the stick. Yep. They was like, the fuck kind of problem we got going on here? Yep. And the fuck all y'all award, if this shit will pop up, goes to uh, former Ohio State linebacker Kayvon Pope, who was sent to the locker room after outburst and jumped on Twitter in the locker room and said, fuck Ohio State. Said it with his chest. Hell yeah. He has exercised all eligibility because he is a senior. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do for a career, but he going something pro in other, he going pro in something other than football. Which is amazing. So, ugh. 
feel well. I can't say I feel bad for him, but uh, let's see. You gotta think, like, man, what a coach gotta say to you to like make you say the hell with it? And wasn't it because he didn't get to go in on like a third down play or something? He got waved yeah. off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got waved off by uh, teammate Taraja Mitchell. And it says, once getting back to the sideline, a visibly upset Pope started walking toward down the sideline by himself and was headed to the locker room on his own. Uh, you forgot he threw his gloves into the, the stands. Hey, looking out for the kids, man. Hey, it just, it, it, I believe there's some favoritism going on because shout out to uh, Type H. He was just saying, like, I mean, you look at it and you look at the kind of linebackers that we had and there's no reason he shouldn't be getting no burn because it wasn't like none of them was just light years better than than him. So, you know, something going on. And the little young nigga probably frustrated. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't think I would have did that, but you know, fuck it. Yeah, uh, congrats, congrats to Alabama as Alabama reached a historic benchmark with their week, their win two weeks ago over Southern Miss, which makes uh, what is it? Uh, Alabama has a hundred straight wins over unranked opponents. Surprise, surprise. Uh, the next longest three streaks are Clemson at. 36, Notre Dame at 35. Well, yeah, Notre Dame at 35 and Cincinnati now at 25. So, good luck to the Bammers. Uh, the He Ain't Lying Award of the Week uh, goes to Georgia State. This, a lot of this shit from last week. Sorry about last week, but uh, some of us had life issues and uh, we had technical difficulties when we did try to record. But, um, yeah, uh, Georgia State coach says Auburn Tigers were helped by questionable calls from the referees, which goes along with what we've been saying, that the SEC got an officiating problem. Bro, you want to know how bad the targeting rule – I know I'm jumping off this, but you want to know how bad the officiating rule, uh, targeting rule is in college football? It's deplorable. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you an example. UCLA played Arizona State the other night. And the referee called targeting on a UCLA player for targeting his own teammate. And all and the funny part is the dude that they called for targeting, he hit his own teammate, but the teammate he hit, that nigga actually targeted the Arizona State player. And they didn't even <laughs> flag on. I like I was like, bro, I'm like just I'm like, yo, either y'all gotta get rid of the rule or y'all gotta start mar- measuring this shit off of intent. Like, this shit got to stop. So, yeah, um, they did get – I know you say you hate LSU more than you hate Auburn, but bro, Auburn got to be the luckiest program ever, dog. Because it seemed like at games that they win, like, bro, like it's it, it like the football guys, like, come out of nowhere and, like, blow, blow in their ear or blow, in the, blow the wind like Lance Stevenson blowing in the LeBron James ear and shit. <laughs> Cause I mean, um, I know some Auburn fan got into uh, got into it with me on uh, on Reddit and was like, yeah, like yeah, like that was just on first down 
we was going we was marching anyway. We was gonna score, so they just it wouldn't it wouldn't have stopped the inevitable. I'm like, dog, it was like first and twenty or first and fifteen or something like that. So yeah, so uh, what's one? What's some more rando stories? Um, yeah, a story that shockingly isn't getting bigger news. Um, oh no, did we talk about this? But it is. It's not getting bigger news. Or bigger, it's not getting reported how it should be in the meet in college football media at least. But um, yeah, there's this report that got released that hey, the Rutgers athletic program has robbed the ac- academic program to the tune of I think it's what, what was it two hundred and what is oh no they operating at a um oh yeah here it is um the athletic program racked up two hundred sixty five million dollars in debt. Y'all see that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, two hundred sixty-five million dollars in debt racked up by the athletic program. They owe. Let me see. The administration has nearly sunk half a billion dollars into athletics from loans, tuition revenue, student fees, and taxpayer support since Rutgers began planning the Big Ten. Uh, the annual operating budget. Uh, oper- excuse me. Annual operating deficit has tripled in the last seven years. And more than $80 million of the university's loans to athletics over those years financed operating uh, deficits in violation of university policy. And apparently that is a violation of NCAA guidelines. So they was robbing Peter to pay for it. Pretty much. And And in between all of that, Rutgers coaches' salaries have doubled since 2014. During this the same time period, and that includes Greg Schiano getting four million a uh, four million dollar a year salary. And the whole apparently, according to this um, report that came out, basically like the Rutgers is in this deep hole because they borrowed against future earnings from the Big Ten, and it still got to pay forty million dollars back before it even gets any full share of its conference uh, revenue. That's fucked. Yeah, they're gonna be in Alcorn State territory, unless some unless the uh, State University of New Jersey start got some like big money boosters. But yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> Uncle Nunzio. <laughs> <laughs> waste management better, but <laughs> the waste management dudes about to start tripling over the next couple of years. So yeah, so um, basically, there's also in this report they talk about how uh, let me see, Rutgers has laid off over one thousand uh, valuable vulnerable workers during the pandemic. One fifth of its part time lecturers were lost during uh, before the start of fall twenty twenty. Um, in the same year that Rutgers athletics lost the most money ever, the administration declared a fiscal emergency and tried to cancel. Uh, contractually obligated salary increases. This is also while giving coaches salary increases. Uh, What else is there? A lot of shit. Um, The administration finally announced a funding extension program, but it doesn't cover all the uh, graduate students and has disrupted research and study for 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 the entire graduate program. Damn. So yeah, it looked like a bunch of that. That also go into a larger discussion about like how 
this is one this is one lady I follow. Only reason I follow because she the admissions counsel or she was a professor at SMU at the Dedman School of Law. But that was one of her big gripes. Like she get on Twitter and complain about this every day. It's like yo, it's like these schools not offering tenure to professors anymore, and they just think they can get by with just doing uh, hiring adjunct professors. And that seemed like that's what Rutgers gonna have to go to because it seemed like all of these professors that like professors signed they names on this. And it sound like they about to start looking for new jobs. So tough break, niggas. Uh, y'all got any uh, rando news? Urban Meyer got caught lacking. Man, did he? <clears throat> at, at his own restaurant, ain't that a bitch? Hey, he gonna have to start Dave Chappelle and these motherfuckers when they come in there. Like, yeah, lock up your own cell phones. No electronic devices are allowed in here. Also, Damn. was my man still wearing an Ohio State shirt? Or was that just a pink shirt? I think that was just a pink shirt. Mm. I can't. But this nigga came out and did the press conference. That sounded like he had just been up all night. Oh, he on that he on that like, baby baby please program. Oh yes, sir. I was gonna say that nigga must have spent most of the night explaining this up. She probably hit that nigga with no. Explain this to me again. It ain't no explaining, bro. She learned that shit out. Somebody added her on Twitter because she was she posted a picture was like, "Yeah, great night with the grandkids." And she was, somebody was like, "You might want to check your husband's Twitter." Caught that man down bad. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, Oregon offensive coordinator Joe Moorhead underwent an undisclosed surgery Saturday and remains in a San Francisco hospital. Uh. Don't sound like he getting out anytime soon. It does not. Yep. All right, shit. Let's move on to $100 handshakes. Who y'all got? Hmm. Damn, I'm trying to think. Well, if y'all ain't got y'all's, I got mine. Um, my $100 handshake goes to the entire Stanford band for trolling Oregon during the an- the national anthem with uh, Go Beavs on the drums. Also, also a $100 handshake goes to uh, University of Kentucky's uh, social media team because uh, you can tell that's the biggest victory they done had since the last time they beat Florida. But, uh, yeah, their social media team was on it. Also, shout out to that... Uh, to the, uh, to the, color, the color commentator who was trying to say Waka Flocka Flame. Who said rocker frocker frame and a whole bunch of other shit that a whole bunch of other tanks that didn't add up to Walker Flocker? Damn. Also, Walker Flocker celebrating uh, with the students you know, uh, when they rushed the field. Also, Kentucky got fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars by the SEC. Damn. Uh, Cincinnati's defense, pizza and pop party. All right. So, who you got, P? Bijan Robinson. Yep. 200 yards. 30 carries. Shit. Sark, Sark going uh, Larry Johnson, that kid. Yep. I'm going <coughs> to ride him to to some form of victory. Yep. Pause. Uh, Illinois head coach Brett Bielema to do away with gray ghost uniforms traditionally worn for Illinois' homecoming. Great hire, guys. 
Uh, or Trey Smith, a South Carolina wide receiver, entered the transfer portal today. Um, mm, shocking. Michael uh, Penix is out indefinitely after injuring his throwing shoulder. So, y'all might be catching Indiana at the right time. I know, right? Fingers crossed. Yep. Mm, let's see. Any more rando news? Bunch of folks entering the transfer portal. Uh, CBS screwing up and getting Texas A&M, Alabama in primetime. So, yeah, there's that. But, uh, hell, let's go ahead and move on. If y'all ain't got nothing else, let's go ahead and move on to these picks. I'll take your silence as you got nothing left. Uh, let's see, last week. Woo, your boy was down bad. I finished seven and seven. Sherm was eleven and four. Uh, Sleep was five and ten, and PCP was nine and six. And hmm. the overall totals, I'm forty nine and seventeen. Uh, Sherm is forty five and twenty. I'm sorry, forty five and thirty three. Damn, nigga, you damn. Nah, it gotta be. Nah, it gotta be twenty three. My bad. Yeah, 30, yeah 45 and 23. Um, sleep is 40 and 36, and PCP is 40 and 39. So there's that. All right. Oh, shit. Damn. Did I even put the games down? I sent them to y'all, right? Or I didn't put them in there? No, nah, you ain't put it in. Oh, yeah. Surprise, niggas. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me do some. Let me do some administrative work right quick. All right, first up, Michigan State travels to aforementioned Rutgers. I take it that Michigan State is the favorite in this, and I can assume that all of us are unanimously picking Michigan State. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Next up, uh, Arkansas travels to Oxford to play Ole Miss. Who you got, P? I go to Arkansas. Bounce back. Damn. Who you got, Sharon? Um, I'm gonna go with Arkansas. All right. I will go with Ole Miss because I just don't trust Kendall Browse, and I think it's gonna be a shootout. Uh, next up, the Red River Shootout. Oklahoma and Texas. Who you got, Sharon? Uh, Oklahoma. All right. Who you got, P? Texas. Look at you. I will go with Texas as well. I like their defense a little bit more than Oklahoma. Uh, next up, Georgia travels to the Plains and plays Auburn. I will pick Georgia. Who you got, Sharon? Them dogs. P? Yeah, I know who I got. Fuck Auburn. All right. <laughs> Classy. Uh, next up, uh, primetime game. Or it's either primetime or it's 3 o'clock kickoff. But uh, Penn State travels to Iowa City and plays Iowa. Who you got, P? Go Iowa. Damn, you picking against the the, the black man? 
Yeah. Damn. Who you got, Sherm? I already know. Shit, man. I think I'm going to go with Iowa. All right. You know what? I'll go with Iowa, too. Even though Penn State got a pretty good defense. Oof. They did good defense. Uh, I feel like this is going to be quite the challenge for Iowa to finally have to play some offense. Yeah. But Penn State's offense isn't that good either. They seem like they just be sleepwalking the 24-19, 24-0 win. Uh, be falling backwards into one. Yeah. Next game up, Nebraska uh, versus Michigan. Who you got, P? Michigan. I will also go with Michigan. Who you got, Sharon? You know who I got. Sisters of the Poor? Not this week. Incarnate World? Mm, Definitely not this weekend. All right, Michigan it is. Uh, Next up, LSU versus Kentucky. And it's a sellout. Who you got, P? Is this your upset pick of the week? All right. I will go. What's that? Kentucky's the favorite. Damn, for real? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't think they can do it two weeks in a row. Give me LSU. Who you got, Sharon? Uh, damn. Man, that's t- I'm going to go with LSU. All right. Uh, next up. Um, we already talked about this one. Bama traveling to College Station to play Texas A and M. I think it's safe to say we all taking Bama. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that train ain't stopping no time soon. Pause. Uh, damn. Um, South Carolina State uh, travels to Tallahassee and plays Florida A and M. Ooh, you got sure. Uh, damn. I guess Florida State. That'd be nice if Florida State was playing in this game, but it's Florida and m versus South Carolina State. Oh, damn. That's my bad. Bro. Uh, did Florida and m win last yep. week? Yep. Defeated Alabama State. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's keep it rolling. All right. What do you got, P? The Ratless. All right. I will also go with FAMU. Uh, have you ventured out to the campus yet? Yeah. What'd it look like? Give us some, give us some pickings out there. You go on Thursdays? No, nah, I think it was a thing. Yeah, you might want to hit up on Thursdays and go to the set. I'm just saying. Even though I don't think it cracked like it used to back in the day, though. And this shit, I don't know. This is a real oh, I was like, man, this shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was like, what am I even out there? Uh, you know what? I ain't going to even pick this game. I go, I feel bad for them connect. They ain't got no trainer. I'm going to say Grambling Alcorn. Um, Jackson State versus Alabama A&M. A&M. All right. What do you got? Um... Sure. 
I'm going to go with Jackson State. All right. Yo, low-key, Alabama A&M got a quarterback. I think that boy slung it for like 400 yards two consecutive weeks. God damn. Yeah. So, with that, no shade towards Prime, but I am going with Alabama A&M. And finally, last game in Pick'em, and the goddamn somebody finally got to win some shit, Bo. Uh, Connecticut, UConn plays UMass. Who you got, P? Uh, I'm going with UMass. All right. I will go with UConn. Yo, strange enough, that game against Vanderbilt was pretty goddamn entertaining. Yeah, it was. It was like a loser leaves town match, and nobody want to leave town. At all. Yep. Who you got, Sharon? Uh, I'm a roll with you, Kyle. All right. Hopefully, I have a better week this week. Nobody got any upset picks of the week. Mm. Or nobody want to go out on a limb and make an upset pick of the week. Not really. <laughs> not, not right now. I kind of want to say Temple, oh, not over <laughs> Cincinnati, but they'll cover the spread. Oh, no. you know what? I do got an upset pick of the week. Stanford beating Arizona State in the battle, in the, in the old Negro spiritual bowl. So that's my, that's oh, my no, one. No. I mean, it, it is a plethora of other games you can pick. Maryland versus Ohio State. Fuck no. Uh, Wake Forest, Syracuse. Well, nah, not really. Uh, Boise State, BYU. Uh, oh, because I don't feel like Boise State got something for BYU. Oh, yeah. Shout out to that boy Tanner Mordecai. That boy, the truth. Mordecai, that Yep. Bro. 70% passing, over 300, 300 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, got a 4 to 1 interception ratio, touchdown to interception ratio, 24 touchdowns, 6 picks. Also, the, also the picket kid from uh, from Pitt, god damn. Ain't, no dude, had, ain't yeah. no dude had 19 touchdowns and like one interception and got like 76% completion percentage. Yo, Pat Marduzzi is rolling over in his grave because it's like, wait a minute. This is not how I like to play games. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody want to go out on the limb and pick Virginia Tech over Notre Dame? Negative. You'll take Vitek take over Notre Dame? It's, yeah. ba- it's basically a pick em. Hold on. That bitch could go either way. But I trust that Notre Dame would do something quicker than I would Vitek. Alright. So shit. You taking Vitek. Let me see. Anything else out here worthy? Nah, ain't nothing. So looking ahead, what is it? Yeah, this might be Ain't no good well, eh. I'm going to say it ain't no good games coming up the week after, but you do got Bama going to Stark Vegas, so that might be something. <laughs> the fuckery. Yeah. Oh. So, if y'all ain't got nothing, uh, thank y'all for listening. 
if y'all want to follow us on Twitter and watch Sherm post videos that get quickly taken off because of the algorithm. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Uh, all I get is emails like, yeah, uh, y'all can't post that copyright infringement. But yeah, y'all can find us on Instagram at LOIC underscore podcast. You can find us on the Twitters. Well, actually, you can find us on Instagram when that motherfucker work, first and foremost. <laughs> Motherfuckers was about to slit their wrists because Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp went down today. Now, y'all sad. Um, but yeah, y'all can find us on Twitter at, at LOIC Podcast. And oh, yeah, PCP word, uh, Cannabis Words of Wisdom. I'm going to pass the mic. Say what? I'm going to pass the mic. Sure. You want to take it? Uh, words of wisdom? Mm-hmm. Uh, do what makes you happy. Bullshit. I ain't going to agree with that one. Can't agree with that one. I understand. I ain't asking you to. Yeah. But, shit, I ain't got no words of wisdom. I ain't trying to bring down the mood of the podcast. But uh, we'll holler at y'all next. Well, let me take that back. Might holler at y'all next week. Uh, got a whole bunch of personal shit I got to go home for. So we may or may not. We, we definitely not recording on Monday, Sunday or Monday or next week. So we'll see you when we see you. Holler.